Do you ever want to dive deeper into the Bible, but you just don't know where to begin? Or struggle to feel like you even have the time? When you read the Bible, do you get frustrated because you know there's so much more in there? You just have no clue how to get it out? Or maybe you want to know the Bible better, and you're looking for any resource to help. Then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Context and Color of the Bible podcast. We're sisters. I'm Veronica. I'm Erica. And we love to study the Bible, and we love to help others understand it better. When it comes to our own study of Scripture, we have found that in bringing back the context of Scripture, it adds so much to our understanding, it actually adds color to the black and white pages of the text. Do you realize I still don't have that memorized? I feel like you should. (laughs) I know. After all this time. But I don't apply myself to memorize it, because I don't have to. Oh. I'm just going to read it. Right. So why even bother? Yeah. So my brain goes, just read. On autopilot. (laughs) Yes. That makes sense. Yes. This is episode 162. We have been walking through Erica's study as she is painting with very broad colors right now. Right. Making very big shelves. Yep. We've covered the Torah. Mm -hmm. And last week was the Nevi'im, the prophets. Mm -hmm. And you left us with the idea of how to live in the here and now. Not us, but the people. Right. And so as we get into the writings today, which is called the Ketuvim. Very good. Thanks. It's in my notes. I'm going to say, though, that as you talked this through with me, it was almost like someone had taken a puzzle and I've been trying to put pieces together and they just weren't fitting. And when you took it, it was like you took the puzzle pieces and went, no, shifted a little this way, changed the order. And then all those pieces just smoothly went into place. Right. With how you're laying this out. Oh, good. So this one, I mean, I loved the Torah. I loved what you said on the Nevi'im. But this one to me was like, oh, if I could look at those books with this viewpoint, with this lens. Oh, interesting. It would just, I think, help you go, okay, now I see how they fit. Now I see what's going on. And I can walk away from scripture and go, oh, this really did apply to everything the people did. This was really, here's how to live. Right. And it is a book that would go back to the first week we talked about, a book that's meant to change your life. Right. Yeah. And affect your life. I can see better right. how and why. Why it would Just do that. the Old Testament going, and I'm not trying to negate Jesus or anything in the New Testament, but going, okay, I can see how this book had so much meaning and depth. Oh, good. Right. Prior to Jesus or being able to look back and go, oh, right. now I see. Right. It really explained who they were and where they came from. Yes. And gave them how to live yes. in the here and now and still does. Right. To this day. Mm-hmm. The writings. So just to remind all of us, mm-hmm. Veronica, and I'm looking at my notes because <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this without it. The writings are Psalms, mm-hmm. Job, Proverbs, Ruth. Song of Solomon, Ecclesiastes, Lamentations, Esther, Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah, and then Chronicles. When you said in the first week, that order can switch a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not as the fluidity it can be messed with yes. a little bit there. Yeah. They normally so, start with Psalms and right. end with Chronicles. But in between? In between, there's more freedom okay. and flexibility. It's interesting. One thing that I do want to point out, along with looking at their God is different because he's sovereign over all. They Mm. view their discipline and their 
exile different. Okay. Because for other nations, Veronica, if you went to war and you lost, mm-hmm. it's because your God was defeated. Right. Because it's a showdown, essentially, between right. your God and my God. Right. And the army that wins, the nation that wins. Right. Clearly has a stronger God. Clearly. Okay. But Israel came along and completely switched it and said, oh, no, no. It's not that our God can't. It's that he chose not to Hmm. because we are being disciplined. So even their lens through which they look at history and the even current events is very different than the way the nations around them did. Hmm. So as they were trying to figure out how do we live now in the here and now, you have the writings. The writings fill in a lot of the details that take us up to the New Testament in all actually in all honesty, um, they, during the exile, they answer the question, was God with them? You know, he said he would oh. in Ezekiel. He mm-hmm. left the temple, mm-hmm. but did God really go with them into exile? Well, Daniel and Esther mm-hmm. answer that. The prophets throughout, uh, the former and the latter prophets focus on God's perspective. Mm-hmm. But here you start to get man's perspective again. What was it like? To return from exile, to go back to the land, to live in the exile. Hmm. You know, Ezra and Nehemiah helped to rebuild the walls in Mm -hmm. the temple. What was it like? Haggai talks about the struggle to rebuild the temple. Uh, You get personal glimpses of people of faith. Mm -hmm. You get individual stories, Ruth. Mm. But you also get communal examples of faith with the Psalms and the prayers and the Book of Lamentations. But the writings are still very Davidic in focus. They keep the focus on David. Okay. So you start with Psalms. Psalms 1 and 2 are the intro to the book of Psalms. Psalms 1 is all about God's Torah. Right. How it brings life and blessing. God's 2, Psalms (laughs) 2, is all about God's Messiah. And now when he comes, he will rule and reign over everything. Hmm. So you have God's Torah and God's Messiah. And the rest of the book of Psalms interweave those two together over and over again. Okay. And actually, as an example, Veronica, I'm going to have you read Psalm 72. Look how I turned right there. Oh, wonderful. It's because I found it earlier and took forever to find it. You want me to read all of Psalm 72? Uh, I guess I forgot. How long is it? It's 20 verses. Well, read the first. All right. And then stop me when you're ready. The last few. Read the last four at least. Give your love of justice to the king, O God, and righteousness to the king's son. Help him judge your people in the right way. Let the poor always be treated fairly. May the mountains yield prosperity for all, and may the hills be fruitful. Help him to defend the poor and rescue the children of the needy and to crush the oppressors. May they fear you as long as the sun shines, as long as the moon remains in the sky, yes, forever. Then I'm going to skip to verse 17. May the king's name endure forever. May it continue as long as the sun shines. May the nations be blessed through him and bring him praise. Praise the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone has done such wonderful things. Praise his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. This ends the prayers of David, son of Jesse. Some people have wondered if that ending is not that this is where the Psalms of David end, but that that's David's ultimate prayer. That last verse, that the glory of God would fill the earth. Because ultimately, that's what this is all about. I would like that. God's blessing on Israel 
blessing to the nations mm-hmm. so that the knowledge and the glory of God would fill the earth. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that's going to happen through God's Messiah reigning on the throne and everybody obeying the Torah, God's commands, okay. God's instructions. So that's Psalms is very Davidic in focus because that's the end goal. Mm-hmm. And then you have Proverbs, which is wisdom from the son of David. You have Ruth, which shares David's backstory. You have the Song mm. of Solomon, which some have stated is the love story between God and his people when the Messiah is reigning. Mm-hmm. And then you have Chronicles, which is ending with, we're still waiting for that son of David. Mm. But the writings also answer some huge questions as we're waiting for the son of David, as we're living in the here and now, what do you do when God feels absent? Mm. When he seems to hide his face, is he? Right. Read the book of Esther. How do you get the good life? And what is the good life? Read the book of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. If you have questions on marriage or want to know how to have a good marriage, Song of Solomon. <laughs> Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. <laughs> exactly. Or wait till and marriage. And there. <laughs> right. What do you do when the world is crashing in and everything around you just hurts? Mm-hmm. Lamentations. Hmm. The prayers of Psalms. Why do good people suffer? the book of Job, right? What is, and another question you could be asking is, is God really in control of the world? Right. We've said that we were exiled and all this happened because our God is disciplining us. But what if he's not in control? Mm -hmm. You have the book of Daniel, Hmm. which very clearly lets you know the God of Israel is the God of the world. The world just doesn't recognize him yet. Mm -hmm. You know, the the writings, Veronica, help to answer the question, is God a genie in a bottle? And if I do everything right, X, Y, Z, my life will be beautiful and perfect. And all of these wonderful blessings will come down on me. Well, because in a way, that's what Proverbs sets you up for. Right. If you do this, the righteous will succeed. The evil, the wicked will suffer. Right. Right. And you go, I'm righteous and I'm suffering. Right. The book of Job. Right. The rest of the writings help you to wrestle with this is a broken world. Hmm. And this faith walk that we're doing doesn't always make sense Mm -hmm. and doesn't always go the way I expected. So how do I live it? How do I walk it out? Is God faithful? Mm -hmm. As this road is very unexpected and twisting. We learn through the writings that God is good. That God is faithful. And so as we are waiting for the Messiah to come, we can continue to walk trusting him. That all of those blessings in the prophets, that all of those blessings in the book of Deuteronomy, Mm. that that covenant with Abraham, God will be faithful and bring it to pass. One day, he's going to bring all of that and more. Mm. But until then, Mm -hmm. we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. And the writings help us wrestle with what that looks like. Okay. So that's a very broad stroke. Right. Of the writings. Okay. And as I'm thinking about it, I'm going to throw this out. Because on the one hand, I you go, okay, it's a shorter podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Which isn't the end of the world. But you also go, okay, as I'm reading these, to me, this is where it was like, okay, if I can understand that viewpoint 
and look at these books and read those books then. Right. With that, what's it answering? What's the big, what's the big question this book is answering as they're right. in exile, in discipline, right. looking towards the future? Right. Maybe that'll help with some of these books. Go, right. how do I read it? What else can I get out of here? Right. But I also want to throw out the idea of go the Nevi'im, the prophets, right. starts with Joshua 1 mm-hmm. and it ends with Malachi. So right. Malachi 4. Go look, those listeners, Joshua 1 and what's the connection then that you see in Malachi 4? Mm-hmm. Because that'll give you a thread too yep. to read th- through. And then after Malachi 4, the next chapter would be Psalm 1. Yep. And how does that then connect to Psalm 1? Because yeah. in a way, yes. that will help you also read these themes of... Mm-hmm. what's the connection there start reading through and going oh mm-hmm. those connections it's a reminder it's bookends mm-hmm. if you do this yep. this is what will happen and then psalm 1 gives you a great illustration of if you did joshua 1 to malachi 4 right here's what it would look like right how much different things would look right if we obey you could get rid of judges Trying to think. Joshua Judges, King Samuel Sam, and Kings, Kings, and all the rest of the prophets if right. we had just, if they right. had just if they'd obeyed. stuck with that. Right. So this is a shorter podcast, but as always, that's okay because right. go back and listen to the other one. I will say that gives a shout out then for Esther. Yes. You know, because we did talk about in Esther, yeah. where is God in exile? Yeah. Where yeah. is God? Why yeah. is God not mentioned in the book? Mm-hmm. So... As always, thanks for joining us and share this with somebody else because maybe they're struggling with, what do I do with Psalms? What do I do with Lamentations? Right. Those are sometimes hard books to read. Right. And so hopefully what Erica is doing is giving you those shelves. Right. Because set us up, what are we coming back then? Have you given us our big shelves? We've got the big shelves. Next week, Veronica, we're going to start going through book by book. Okay. So we're going to like a little little paragraph on each book. And so we'll see how many we get through. Right. I don't know. Will it be two podcasts? I'm not really sure. I don't know. I guess it depends. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but Erica's given book. the big shelves. Right. Now she's going to kind of break those shelves down. Right. Now, or let's go back to my crayon illustration from last week. Erica gave you the eight pack of crayons. Right. Now we're diving into the 96 pack. Right. And All then right. after that, we're going to start going through themes. We're going to look at that Davidic okay. covenant. Like, why was that such an important covenant? Right. And how did it fit with the Abrahamic covenant? And what's the difference between the temple and the tabernacle? And why does righteousness matter? How is it different than holiness in scripture? Mm, okay. Where do you see that playing out? Okay. So we're going to start looking at themes. Okay. All right. As always, thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.